Hello and welcome back. This is summer update number two. It's in the middle of July. We're about a month away from school starting again. And boy, has a lot happened in the last month. Well, actually, just in the last week. My district has come out with their, their uh, return to learn plan. And many other districts around the metro area has done the same. And yeah, which has started a whole new set of questions and concerns for many uh, students and teachers and parents. But I guess I can only really affect and have much opinion on, well, I can have an opinion on a lot. But um, I think I'm going to stick to my district. And if I'm being honest, I'm kind of okay with, well, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty much okay with what they've come up with. The um, academic side was released first, and they gave our students and parents the option of three options, basically. You could do a full virtual experience, um, and they're asking them to commit for at least a semester for K through 12. You also have the um, return to the traditional school model, which uh, more on that in a second, because initially they didn't release their health procedures, so that kind of left some people up in a limbo. And then for ninth through 12th graders, high school, they gave them a blended option where you could um, have some classes on campus in a traditional form and some courses uh, off campus through the virtual academy system, which I think, for being honest, that was more highlighted for or uh, for our like athletes and for those who are in programs like the fine arts uh, or ROTC, our ag program. That way they could still be involved in those things, which... I feel like in a world where you can never please everyone, those three options, the traditional, the 100% virtual, and then for the high school students, a blended, that sounds pretty good to me. It's like options for everyone. Now, uh, it really got interesting when on Monday this week, the school board finally put out their like traditional model health concerns. And... The big sticking point was face masks, as you can imagine, because that's been a big talking point for most people for a while of, you know, effectiveness of them and should they be mandatory or not, which my city is currently in discussion of whether they want to put one of those in place. But we'll stick to the school district. The school district decided, make sure I got this right, K through fourth grade, it's going to be um, recommended that they wear some kind of face shield, face mask. Um, but for fifth grade, which is our intermediate schools, through our middle schools and through our high schools, that masks are going to be mandatory for students, with the obvious exceptions of like lunch, I guess, uh, being a time where it'd be appropriate for them to um, not have them on. And then as for staff, the wording was staff and faculty, you know, our administrative assistants, principals, counselors, teachers, custodians, uh, we are required to wear a mask in the building at all times when we are within six feet of someone else. So just to clarify for some teachers, yes, you can take it off during your playing period while you're grading papers. And then we had the idea of uh, self-screening. The the district will not be doing screening at the door. Uh, Parents and students are expected to do self-screening on their own at home. And if, you know, you're sick, you stay home. They did ask that 
instead of 48 hours without fever, I think they wanted it to be 72 hours without fever for the foreseeable future. And I, and I think that's the key part, the foreseeable future, because I think a lot of parents jumped on to the, we have a Facebook group where parents like to ask questions and sometimes complain. Um, I don't think they realized that it said it's a fluid system and it's for the foreseeable future. So who knows? Maybe, you know, everything goes awesome for the next month. And by the time we start school, they've decided, actually, we don't need to wear a mask. Or maybe after Labor Day or maybe after, maybe after fall break. But, you know, it could be all school years, just the situation we're in. And um, I don't know. I think everyone assumes it's the worst versus meanwhile, I'm like, ah, it could be anything in between. And I guess as a teacher... I mean, the idea of a mask was not wearing a mask while I was teaching was not the visual I had when I was uh, going to college about what my teaching experience would look like. It's it's not what I uh, envisioned my teaching experience would be for the upcoming school year when I was thinking about it. I mean, that was far from what I thought teaching would look like six months ago. But I guess I have to ask myself, what's the priority for me? Is it like teaching in a certain way or is it something else? And for me, the priority has always been, whenever possible, I want to be, um, I want I want to be a, a source of information and calm for the young adults that come to my classroom. So I guess as long as I have the ability to hang out with young adults in the classroom and help them understand some of the things going on in the world, I'm a history teacher, so that kind of a thing. And, and ultimately to help them become a better version of themselves, then I'm down with whatever they got. And like a mask, again, not my ideal vision of education, but, you know, is it really going to hinder too much my ability to work with students and helping them understand the world and themselves? No, not really. So if it's a hoop I have to jump through, then I'm willing to get that done. As a parent, though, we had to have a serious conversation with our 13-year-old, soon-to-be 14-year-old son, and talk to him about what's going to happen. And we laid it out there, and we're having family discussions right now of like what a traditional model would look like for him as a middle schooler, and what a virtual system would look like. Um, and the reality of that, with the virtual system, a lot of students are finding out if they go virtual, they cannot participate in activities like band or choir, or theater, ROTC, sports like basketball or cross country or soccer. And that's kind of weighing on them and what they want to do. And some of them, if we're being honest, humans were social creatures. And I think a lot of students are wanting to go back to being able to see somebody like of their own age. And so, um, yeah, we're in the midst of that in our own household, trying to figure out what he would like to do and what would be best for him and us. So I and I can't imagine what that would be like in all the various homes as they plan forward. But another thing I've been thinking about and talking with colleagues is like a crisis, you know, is really just a motivation for innovation. So like overall, I'm kind of curious what public education is going to look like, not just this year, but in the next few years, as some of these parents um, start to realize that maybe maybe they start like dipping their toe in the school choice debate that's going on and what is the best model for education. And maybe this will be the, the catalyst for having more of those conversations because ultimately to me, it's not about what's best for the adults. It's what's best for kids. 
And for some adults, maybe this will open their eyes to other options of what might be best for their specific child, for their student. And uh, as, as a fan of choices and most everything else in my life, um, I'm kind of excited to see what this is going to bring. Like, what Will it be like my district where they offer their own virtual system or will um, more parents and parents get onto that or will more virtual like non-district specific virtual options be available? Um, will the school voucher argument start coming back in the state and what people can do with that? It's I don't know. It's going to be exciting times, not just this year, but the next few years as maybe parents get a little more involved in the educational choices of the kids instead of, I guess, the um, traditional model of, all right, it's August, go back to school, I'm going to go do my thing. Um, And I can't help but think that that would be nothing but good for students and families, to for everyone to step back, take a look, and put some more thought into what we're doing and why we're doing it. So, I don't know, maybe I'm just too optimistic for my own good, but as much as new stuff is thrown my way, and don't get me wrong, I have been hit with emotional curveballs over the last few days, and um, probably not had the best of reactions privately, but I take the time to sort through them and try to figure it out, and I'm in the process of that, so I can be the best model of what a grown person should be doing in a situation like this for my family uh, and for my students and for my colleagues. And I'm kind of looking forward to the challenge to see what happens next. So it's been a little bit of a long one today, but uh, just kind of the nature of what's going on. And I look forward to seeing how things play out over the next few weeks. I'll probably won't be a month before I talk to you again, but uh, maybe a little closer to the 1st of August when you know a little bit more we start heading towards, you know, getting our ideas together for that start of school. I think for us, it is now August 14th is the official start of school. So yeah, it's looking good. Uh, Hopefully things are going well in your neck of the woods. And if not, maybe, maybe just sit and try to find the positive. Maybe, maybe what you're dealing with isn't what things are necessarily bad. Maybe what you're dealing with is just, they aren't meeting your expectations of what you envisioned. And you know, that sucks, but it's not the be-all, end-all. Maybe it's just a shift of perspective that need, needs to happen. So, uh, hope the best for you. Hope all is going well. And as always, have a day.